news, sports, AccuWeather, and more. Wake up with the information you need on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Fabulous, sir. It would be impossible to be Mr. Rob Center on the other side of the glass. He does all our podcasting, too, which is why Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, and everybody else has our Sunrise interview just moments after they are recorded here at WKOK. In the studio with us now, movie Mike McGranahan is here. Welcome back, sir. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming in. We got a review right off the bat. Uh, this is a movie that you can see right now. Looks like an old uh, organized crime film from the 40s or 50s called The Outfit. The Outfit stars Oscar winner Mark Rylance as a tailor running a suit shop in 1950 Chicago. He lets a local mob use a drop box in the back of his place to transfer messages and packages. One night, the mob boss's son and his associate come in and end up dragging this unwitting tailor into a drama involving a rival mob, an incriminating audio cassette, and a nationwide crime syndicate looking to expand its ranks. Rylance knows the only way to survive is to outwit the mobsters, all while trying to make it look like he's not doing anything at all. I don't want to give away any of the specifics because the outfit has an ingenious clockwork plot that's full of twists and turns you won't see coming. The whole thing takes place in one night inside that shop, but the constant addition of new complications prevents it from feeling stagey or claustrophobic. Rylance is superb in the lead role, showing us how keeping his composure helps this proud workman save his life. The movie also has excellent supporting performances from Dylan O'Brien as the hotshot mobster son, and Zoe Deutsch as the tailor's receptionist. The outfit is a bit slow to start, but once it gets going, it becomes a first-rate adult drama that holds you in its grasp. On a scale of one to four, I give it three and a half inseams. Uh. <laughs> Because he's a tailor. <laughs> yes, of course. No, I get the connection. <laughs> no, no, no injury there. Okay, so outfit. Where yeah. do we see it? Opens in theaters nationwide today, and, and this is one of those movies that is a little bit under the radar. It's not getting the hype that some of the other recent movies have, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to review it today. Because this is a really special film, and this is a good film for adults. There's so much out there right now aimed at teenagers, and you know people in their twenties, and that's fine. But if you're a a little bit older, like you and I are, you know, 40 or above, and you want to see a movie about adults and something that's intelligent and something that doesn't rely on superheroes and explosions and, you know, things like that, this is a movie that you should definitely go and see this weekend. You're an adult. You're 50 yet? 53. 53, okay. And I'm 62. Okay, so we're grown up. Sorry, right, well, we'll leave it at that. But, uh, okay, so the outfit. Tell me, I, I was really impressed by this uh, woman that does the supporting role as this uh, receptionist. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, her dry stance, almost morose demeanor. That is crazy. Tell me about that. Yeah, she's really good. Her name is Zoe Deutsch, and she's been in a bunch of other movies. She was in a movie called Buffalo a couple years ago that was really good. But she's probably best known, if you don't know her, you know her mom. Her mother is Leah Thompson, who played Michael J. Fox's mom in Back to the Future. And her father is Howard Deutsch, the guy who directed 80s comedies like Pretty in Pink and Some Kind of Wonderful. So she's one of those young actresses who does a lot of work on the independent scene, sometimes is in a major release, but really, really talented. And what she 
does in this movie. It's a supporting role, and her character works for this guy, but she wants a better life for herself. And at one point, she thinks that this mobster's hotshot son might be her ticket out of this life that she's in. So there's a whole arc there involving her character that's really good, and she handles that performance brilliantly. All right, so Zoe Deutsch will keep an eye on her in mm-hmm. this film and in future films as well. How do actors and actresses improve so they become better and better actresses or actors as time goes on? Working with great people, you know, getting to work with a cast like this, getting to work with top directors who guide them. You know, it's like any other job. If, if you know, you or I had a mentor in our job or somebody we worked with that we learned a lot from, we would definitely grow from that. And I think it's probably the same for actors. I, I dare say your father fills that <laughs> role at my house, but that's another topic. Okay. Uh, so uh, 3.5, you just told me a second ago. Enzymes. Enzymes. Okay, that's right. All right. Uh, tell us about the next film. I'm mm-hmm. assuming this comes from Japan. Yeah. A uh, new movie also opening at theaters today, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. And this is a movie spinoff of the popular Jujutsu Kaisen anime series. And it's about this teenage boy who is afflicted with a monstrous curse that can make him violent. And he's recruited to go to this special school to learn how to manage that power. And it comes in handy when a former student of the school decides to get revenge and unleash something called the, the Parade of a Thousand Demons and unleash a bunch of demons on the city. Now, we've seen a lot of box office success with these anime movies over the last couple of years. Last year, there was one called Demon Train that did very well. The My Hero Academia movie about two years ago did very well at the box office. And this one's going to do well, too, with anime fans. But I want to pitch it to people who are not fans. I have never seen the TV shows it's based on, and I completely followed the movie. It's fun, it's interesting, the animation is great. So if you've ever had a curiosity about anime but didn't know where to start, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero opens in theaters today, and that's a good place to start. Well, it sounds interesting, and I watched the trailer all the way through, and I thought, well, this doesn't sound bad. It looks like a yeah. a great, normal, good drama based on you know a little bit of supernaturalness and... Uh yeah, right. it, looked, it looked pretty interesting, and uh, it doesn't take you long to just be drawn in, and, and you're not even really super duper aware that it's uh, anime or animated at, at all. So yeah, good, good, good show. You're you're probably in the three range on this one. Three stars for that. It's showing locally starting today in both dubbed and subtitled versions. I saw the subtitled version, but yeah, you have your I'm choice s- there. I'm so used to subtitles, I, I kind of would prefer that. I would think, and then you hear whatever the narr- mm-hmm. the different characters playing those folks one to say. All right, Deepwater. That looked pretty interesting. Yeah, Deepwater marks the return of Adrian Lyne, the director of Flashdance, Nine and a Half Weeks, Fatal Attraction, Indecent Proposal. He hasn't made a movie in 20 years, and now he returns with this film that was made by 20th Century Fox and supposed to go to theaters, but when Disney bought Fox, they decided to ship it to Hulu, which is where it debuts today. And it stars Ben Affleck and his former girlfriend, Ana de Armas, as this very unhappily married couple, uh, but she agrees to stay in the marriage, provided that he allows her to have a series of male lovers on the side, and when her male lovers start turning up dead, the question becomes, is Ben Affleck killing them to keep her to himself? I don't know whether Deep Water is art or trash. I just know that I found it immensely entertaining, and I think people are going to enjoy debating whether it's art or trash. Uh, it's sexy, and it's kind of lurid at times, and uh, both lead performances are very good. Ben Affleck is one of the best performances of his career. Ana de Armas continues to prove why she's one of the most interesting up-and-coming actresses around. So uh, I'm not going to make any claim that it's a brilliant film, but if 
you have Hulu, Deep Water is definitely something that you will want to watch and talk about around the water cooler at work. All right, we'll keep that in mind. Yeah, Hulu, well, it's yeah, no harm done if you have it, right? So right. you already got it. So three stars on that one for me. Three, okay, super. Thank you. I'm keeping track of these. Okay, and Master, tell us about that. Master is a film I caught at Sundance this year, and it debuts today on Amazon Prime. And this stars Regina uh, Regina Hall as the first black headmaster of a university where something supernatural is going on and appears to be targeting African-American students. This movie is kind of like Get Out on a college campus, not quite at the same quality level as that film, but I found it really interesting and it it mixes horror with themes of racial injustice and racial discrimination. So it's, it's creepy, but it's also thought-provoking. So three stars from that, Master, again, debuting today on Amazon. Prime. And I think your dad would like this because it has history in it, uh, too. So. A little bit of history in there, yeah. Right, with the bells and uh, right. it's, it's conversations about slavery and so on. So he's bon- he, he's learning more about that all the time. So, okay. So, uh, what did you just see? You just told me it's... Three stars. Three. Master. A- a- and I see it where? Amazon Prime. All right. And uh, Master is the name of that particular mm-hmm. film. Okay. Uh, we got to talk about William Hurt. Boy, what a filmography. I had no yeah. idea. Of course, of course, I've seen the biggies, but man, alive. Yeah, William Hurt passed away, very surprisingly, uh, earlier this week. No cause of death yet, but of course, best known for his Oscar-winning role in Children of a Lesser God, also Broadcast News, one of my favorite movies, The Big Chill, uh, so many great films over the years, Body Heat, and uh, just one of those actors who was always good, always interesting, never made the conventional choice, always had some interesting angle on the characters he portrayed. So great loss in terms of the entertainment community, but also a complicated man. He famously had a relationship with his Children of a Lesser God co-star Marley Matlin, and in her autobiography, she accused him of being violent sometimes, and at one point of even raping her. So he was, you know, very complicated man personally. He was also apparently a a 9-11 truther. Uh, So, you know, the complexities that he had in real life, I think, probably helped him give good performances on the screen. But, uh, you know, regardless of anything in his personal life as an actor, he was one of the best and he will certainly be missed. Well, you just encapsulated it perfectly. As time goes on, you know, we start to think, oh, William Hurt, you know, what eccentric uh, old guy kind of thing. But uh, but you captured really what what he brought to those films which was just immersion of some quirk in the characters that uh, really sucked you right in and yeah. in, in no way taints that legacy, in my opinion. Right, so. and and his most underrated film in my estimation is a film from the 90s called The Doctor. If you've never seen The Doctor, where he plays a doctor who finds himself as a cancer patient, uh, that's definitely a film to check out. I have seen that. That is a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Very uh, intriguing and draws you right in. Okay, uh, box office. Oh, scratch that. Let's do Critics' Choice Awards. We only have 90 seconds left, so Critics' Choice. Yep, Critics' Choice Awards were this past Sunday night. Best Picture went to Power of the Dog. Best Actor went to Will Smith for King Richard. Best Actress was Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, Best Supporting Actor was Troy Kotzer for CODA, who I've raved about here. And Best Supporting Actress was Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. So, great winners. And did you vote for some of those when you were casting ballots? I uh, voted for Power of the Dog and for Troy Kotzer. Those were my votes. I'm happy with the other ones. I voted for different people in those cases, but 
no complaints among these winners. All right, fabulous movie. Mike McGranahan, keep us posted. We're going to do our last Oscar preview next week. We still have to do director. And, of course, the Oscars are next Sunday. So not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And we'll uh, we'll get our final conversation in about that. All right. See you then. Thank you so much. Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic. Every appearance he does here is uh, sponsored by the Campus Theater Lewisburg.